banner. We thank you, God, as we walk in the unity of the faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God bless you today. Thank you. We are in the midst of a pandemic. I haven't really addressed the pandemic. We are in the midst of a social revolution. We saw it in 68, and it seems like God has brought it back to our attention again here in 2020. 2020 has been quite a year for us. We've learned how to have church not being in our assemblies. But today, today uh, I'm called my attention because of so many phone calls about our Monday night meeting. If you will indulge me, I would like to do some of the work from that, and I and I hope that you would be able to extrapolate something for yourself. So I ask your prayers, and I yes. covered your prayers today. That as we go through, thank all of you for your many acknowledgments of our anniversary. Thank you so much. It's been 37 years with this beautiful lady that God has presented into my life. And I thank God for Pastor Lois. Is there something you'd like to say this morning? Just like to say thank you for all your gifts and uh, all those that celebrated their birthdays in the month of June. Uh, Sister Pam and Sister Anita and Sister Carlotta. Just yeah. every Patty uh, and, and just everybody that celebrate their month of June with us doing our anniversary. We thank you and we celebrate you. God bless you today. Didn't make your Frank's daughter. She's also having a birthday. Oh she's yeah. 14. Birth, she's turning 14. Is another yes. blessing. We continue to grow up and we continue to be uh, with the Lord healthy and strong. We pray that over your lives today. Yes. Um, I, you've been watching on uh, Monday nights. You've been seeing Pam and Dana bring forth the word of God in their 12 steps. They have completed it. I think they're getting ready to start over. But today, today, I want to go to step one and, mm -hmm. and sort of ex expound on step one for our families and for our friends yes. and for the individuals that need special attention. And you, we all know when we need special attention, yes. when we're calling on God to help us to live this life um, with with boldness and also commitment to God and not be being able to be interrupted with thoughts and patterns and fleshly desires. So uh, in, in step one, I'm, I'm gonna read it out of my book here, then I want you to read it out of yours, please. And it says, I have admitted to myself. That's a, that's a hard thing sometimes to do because mm -hmm. we don't want to be wrong. We, we have something in us that gives us a, tenacity to always want to be right, but it's accepting sometimes when we're wrong uh, that we find ourselves at our greatest strength. And I've taught this step so, so many times, but I'm going to try to divert from it and, and bring something in today like I, I didn't bring in before. It says, I have admitted to myself, I am powerless over my sins and my life is unmanageable. We changed the heading on that some. Uh, we changed the heading on that, and uh, if you would read that. We admit without blame that we are powerless over dysfunctional behaviors, yeah. and our lives have become unmanageable. Dysfunctional behaviors, uh, not being able to control anger, not being able to control disappointments, and by expressing them in our, in our life, with our facial expression, also in our emotions, jealousy, rage, uh, fits of uh, uh, <laughs> oh, just anger. <laughs> fit of anger, and we display them, and it's not really showing stability in Christ. When you have one of those tantrums like that, and they do come, oh, uh, but we have to teach you how to pray, 
and how to try to have the Holy Spirit come in and to settle you down in that particular area. If, if you, while we're yet here, would you turn to Second uh, Corinthians ten and four, and we're going to try to do that. Okay. And and and, I, and Isaiah it, it's, it tells us this thing about uh, why bother even trying to do something when you when you just keep your own bullheaded ways. You know, it, we we try to submit to God, and at, on last week I was telling the brethren how to know that in your greatest strength sometimes is when you're at your weakest moment if you can present yourself with love and wisdom gets gives you love uh that is unspeakable that it is the godly type of love if you have wisdom you cast all your cares on god because god cares for you and by having god care for you that's when you don't carry the burden of your own disappointments and your own faults and your own shame. God allow you to have a peace when you're dealing with yourself about things in this life. We all have to go through this life. There are always our ups and downs, but the thing that brings us peace is he who is God, Holy Spirit. We admit without blame, without blaming others, without blaming ourselves. We look to the one that can take us through. You know, we go through something today, but tomorrow it seems like it's not as a great strain on us as it was today. Uh, those that uh, use uh, substance and have a mind to uh, want to go and that urge hits us. And those that are angry, that urge hits you. And those that are just have common defeats, uh, that urge hits you and you feel it on the inside. It's just the old man raising up against the new man trying to tell you that God is not real. And, and we know that's a lie. If we look at a uh, Second uh, Corinthians, tenth chapter, and so let's start reading uh, at the fourth verse. Did I say okay. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Yeah, right there, right there. You got to have some weapons, and you don't you need a thirty-eight, or you don't need a, a Glock. You have to use the weapons that God has given yes. us in the Word of God. Word One of God. the greatest weapons that God has given us is to submit to God, resist the devil. And he will flee. The, the devil is not a person. It is an evil thought a lot of times that come to your mind to oppress you. A lot of times we look for an entity. You don't, don't look for the, the devil as a, as a horned person around with a tail. Look for him in our lives that come against us mm -hmm. to keep us from the things of God. Yes. We, we have to be able to see him as he is in our virtual reality in our mind you know he, he's there you have to be able to see that he's coming against you to knock you off from doing what is right and you say submit to god we submit to god through his word yes you have to know the word and what the word said in order for to submit to god and but, it says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god yeah. for pulling down strongholds yeah so the weapons of our warfare so it is the word. It's the word of God. It's, we use it as the weapon. So we use the word as well. But then you have to study. Oh, yeah. You have to study. If you don't study, people will come to you with all types of false things and will cause you to error. Uh, when you get saved, the first thing you want to do is, is find you a teacher. One of the greatest gifts God has is a teacher. So the weapons of our warfare are not they're not fleshy. We don't pick up pistols and things and knives and want to fight or hit somebody with our fist. We're, 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 our warfare is different because our warfare is spiritual. Yeah. But we have to recognize that we've been born again yeah. of the spirit. Mm -hmm. When God comes into our life, he gives us a greater awareness 
of right and wrong. And having this awareness of right and wrong, it makes it a little more easier yes. to admit when we're wrong. In AA and all types of counseling, your, your, your psychologists and your pastors and your teachers all want you to be able to admit that you don't know something. Mm -hmm. When you don't know something and, and think that you know it and then try to cover it up, then you'll never learn it because you get that lock in there and then that lock becomes pride and pride will lock you up. You have to be able to say, I don't know this and I need to study it mm -hmm. so that I can be approved by God yes. to use the weapons of our warfare. Prayer is a weapon. Yes. Praise is a weapon. Yes. But if you don't know who you're praising and praying to, then your weapon is not loaded. You need to be cocked and loaded or, have, or sharpen your razor so you can cut through some stuff that comes against you. And I say raise, I'm talking about the word of God. The word of God. Uh, sharp, sharper than any two-edged sword. Yes. And, and you have to be able to know how to say these things and still not contradict what the Bible is saying. You need to say what the word say when you go into war. Mm -hmm. If you finish that. Please. Okay, it says, in verse 5, it says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ yeah. and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. How do you cast down an argument? I mean, how, how do you cast it down? How do you do it? I, I, when, if, you're, if you feel your temper going up, if you feel like you need to prove a point, uh, how do you do it now? If, if, you, if, if this battle is going on in your mind, you can bring your mind back when it's uh, having negative thoughts. But when you're in an argument with uh, so, uh, um, an actual person. Yes, you can just easily step out and say, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this anymore. But it's, I'm, I'm, this is talking about when you're having this spiritual battle in yes. your mind, right. when you're warring in your mind, pulling that mind back. Because the Bible tells you can stop thinking and begin to think on something else, yes. or either with the person you can stop talking and say, we need to wait later until we both calm down. Okay, so let's help somebody. We have 37 years of being married. Yes. Uh, my wife is very high strung. She she can go from zero to a thousand <laughs> when we first got together. And I would have to say, oh, it's not about that. Uh, I, one of us have to be the one that carries the yes. peace. Uh, God has given me a, a, a type of character where I can carry peace. I can take some stuff. You can say stuff to me and I can tell I can love you and to see in my point. I don't have to raise up to prove myself to be a man. I, I can listen uh, to you yeah. and I learned to listen to you. And that was one of the things that calmed her down was that I learned to listen so to good. what she was saying yes. before I tried to defeat her with words and try to make my prove myself to be who I'm really not, but just having an argument uh, that would satisfy my own ego. Yes. So, so that was good. That was very good. And that, and that helped me because when you calm down, an argument can only escalate when both parties are constantly trying to get their point across. Right. And by you calming down, it gave me the ability to kind of sit back and take a deep breath and, you know, yeah. not keep arguing or allow my temper or my uh, voice to escalate. When I first uh, entered into the marriage, I would have to go to God. I mean, I came in 
just fighting off an addiction, but I had a fight to get back to God. I, I, I knew him uh, when I was younger, but I had came back and recommitted my life. And in this commitment, I committed to study and I began to study, but I did, I had to stop and study my wife to see who she really was in my life, how to keep us in love with one another so that we can continue to grow together for the word that we can stand upon together, touching and agreeing would not bring us into an illusion is where we're going now. Now, uh, uh, I, I, I really thank God for your ability to, as a man fighting the addiction, to uh, calm down and allow God for that. See, that helped me in the addiction that I didn't even know that I had, and that was dealing with anger. It, it, uh, let me help everybody. Every addiction is not chemicals. Yes. Some addictions is just like anger, fits of rage, yes. jealousy inhibitions, things that come to torment you. A lot, a lot of people are tormented by their own inabilities and own insufficiencies mm -hmm. in life. Uh, not being able to talk to your wife, not being able to speak to her with, with the calmness or with the temperance that need is settling for that moment. Uh, hollering and trying to prove your point that you're gonna beast on her is not always adequate for the situation. Yes, you might lose it from time to time, but you need to be able to do this one thing, apologize, mm -hmm. apologize, bring it back into your un unity, the, the unity of, of the marriage and the unity of the faith. The man sometimes should be able to be responsible, not the beater, but the lover. We, we, we should hold the mantle of the lover because as Christ loved the church in Ephesians 5, we should be able to love uh, our wives. Yeah, and, and that, that helped me so much with, uh, by you being able to calm down when we had heated arguments. And a lot of times it would just be me going on until I began to stop and see this man isn't even arguing back. And I thank God for your submissiveness to the Holy Spirit to allow him, and that helped me, to allow him to calm you down. And that is what helped me to not to continue in the way that I was going, which is was to, I wasn't going to give you a chance to say anything. I was going to get my point across and I was just going, you know, just keep it going on and on. But I thank God for you calming down, there, helping me to calm down. There's something though in you that was, that could help me and teach me how to become the man of accountability and responsibility and also how to carry the character of the man of God. You had that in you. You are the woman, you, you are the woman in my life that I, and the lady, shall I say, also in my life that was helping me to become who God wanted me to be. So that was a mutual respect. It wasn't just the argument. I, I, those things I could really look over because sometimes our character could be heated. You could be a person that can have a heated character and yet not sin. Yes. You you can sometimes move and, and, and your demeanor looks like you're arguing, but you are not really arguing because I know past the argument of the demeanor of a person and receive who they are without having to enter into combat. And I didn't know back then that uh, I couldn't see that I had an addiction to anger or rage and all of that. It was through you watching me enough, even when I would get like that, to help me to say, honey, you got a problem. You know, and I, I wasn't really receiving that because I'm like, it's only because my blame was, it's only because you just did something out of the way, you know. 
So, so I should see you more than just how beautiful you are and how you walk, how you talk and have my uh, uh, my desires, my testosterone mm -hmm. desires, fleshly desires to be intimate with you. I, I need to have more of an understanding than just a sexual one. I need to be able to live with you as a partner. Yes. And we do things together, not just go on vacation, but do things together, like budget our money. Yes. Practical things. Oh, yeah. Make sure all the bills are paid. But these Practical were the, things. These were the things that I, I saw when I was being raised as a child that my mother and my father always sat down to uh, calculate what his income was. My mother didn't work, mm -hmm. but she was always there to assist with him as to what needed to be paid. So I saw these things. So when I wanted to incorporate them right. into our lifestyle, I mean, at first you fought against it, but then you <laughs> saw that it worked. Budgeting, yeah. budgeting works yeah. and it works properly. So those were the things that I began to ease you into by, um, by me doing it. Yeah. I was easing you into the lifestyle that I had been used to right. from, my, from, from a child. I was the one that came to the marriage with an addiction. Mentally, I had to realize where I was in life. Mm -hmm. And then I had to take the responsibility on how to catch up. What we don't want to do is to take the responsibility of how to catch up. Mm -hmm. We want to live in the euphoria and the illusion that chemical substance, anger, and, and uh, uh, things that take us from balance to unbalance happen. Illusions. Write that down. Illusions. You live with illusions, uh, visions of grandeur, uh, as they say, ego problems. A thing that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived or interpreted. I repeat it again. An illusion is a thing that is likely to be wrongly perceived or, inter or interrupted. Uh, and, excuse me. Interpreted. Excuse me perceived or interpreted, uh, inter interpretations, the hidden meaning of a word to understand it, uh, how to interpret something properly. It is a, has a hidden meaning to it. So I have to be able to interpret my relationship with you. I have to be able to interpret my finances. I have to be able to interpret what my children are saying by steady listening to them. And I have to say, our children, our, 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 our oldest son is how old? Oh, 53. He's 53, youngest? Youngest is 44. It's 44. Y'all see who I went to to get the times, date, <laughs> places, and names, and, and, and she remembers all those things for me. Uh, so you see, we have grown up children, and they, yes. they still need us. Yes. And their children still need you. You're still the one that can speak a word of life, bring them into Jesus Christ, Help them to be born again. Help them to walk away from the illusions of the world and get into the prosperity of God. Yes. And once we get into the prosperity of God, we he moves on our heart and we begin to change as men and as women. We have I have my wife here today, so I'm gonna say as men, we can change from our illusions, our wrongly perceived interpretations of what is going on with us. The hidden meaning of the word is to understand who you really are. You will walk in an illusion or euphoria or somebody that you built up to be. But I think that we need to ask God who he intends for us, us to, to be. be. Yes. And, and if we ask God that, you'll find yourself walking in a more 
perfection. Can I say perfection? But perfection costs you. Yes. It, it costs the dying. It costs us to have this, this great church that we belong to by Jesus Christ. It costs them dying on the cross. Yes. So we have to go ahead. Die. We have to die to our old behaviors. And I found that it's so hard because a lot of times we feel like, well, that's not so bad. And But those things we have to die. These are uh, behaviors that we acquired before Christ came in. Mm -hmm. And now that Christ has come into our life, God is trying to work out of us those behaviors that didn't get us anywhere. Right. It didn't get us anywhere. And what he wants to do is work his character in us mm -hmm. that we can behave under pressure, under under grief, under any type of situation that, that uh, God allows to come into our life. We'll be able to handle it properly. Right. Our bodies were designed not for the stressful things we put it through. Right. But God has a unique way of allowing us when his attributes are built into us, which it, it changes our character to be able to respond differently. That's powerful. Our, his attributes. His attributes. Are built into us by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. That's the work of Christ in our life. That's the uniqueness. That's the, that's the divine exchange that is taking place in our life uh, that God is doing it. All we all God asks us to do is to be submitted, submit, submissive to what the Holy Spirit is trying to get us to do. It says, it says, submit to God, mm -hmm. resist the enemy, yes. and he'll flee. And he'll flee. But we must understand that submitting to God, submitting to God, it's going to cost you you. It's going to cost you you. you yeah, yeah, you're no longer going to be the one that has to carry the, the, the mantle to receive the blessings of God. Mm -hmm. So we want to submit to God so we can receive from God receive the, from new man. God, the new man. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And that, that's the unique and divine way of God is working in us the newness of life. So I can't keep doing the old you way. You can't keep doing the handling situations the old way. So how about if I said that worked for me, I, I, I can't do that because that worked for me and I did it this way and I'm going to leave that like I did it. And, and it's constantly coming but up. That's that's not the way God will have us to be. The way we used to be is not the way God wanted you to be. <laughs> so we have to begin to see that. And he'll begin to show you that. And he'll say, no, don't do it like that. Or he'll bring someone with the same behavior that you had. Mm -hmm. And you'll look at it and you say, oh, that's so ugly. And then the Holy Spirit will say, well, that's the way you are. And, and you try to deny it. But then it's in you're accepting, wow, that looks so ugly, that you now become willing to want to change to where God wants you to be. So there's a, di a divine design yes, for my life. For my life. A divine, a divine design, design for my, my life, life that I have to push past me yes. and walk in the authority of making amends with yes. people huh? and, and discovering who I am, yeah. taking an inventory. And, and once I come to believe that I can make this thing happen, you, I, I, but God is God working in you, the God will work. to walk, to will it, to allow it to happen, to will and to do, do of His, his good, good pleasure. Pleasures. What brings Him pleasure should bring me satisfaction. Should bring you satisfaction. But sometimes when I, I, I going against what I want to do to do what God wants me to do, I find another force working. Yeah, yeah. I, I find this thing pushing against me yes. to keep me from doing the will of God. I mean, mm -hmm. if he tells me to talk, speak softly to my children and I just want to really run it in. And it's, <laughs> and, but I, then I have to be able to bring them into the counsel yeah. of my love. 
Yes. Of this great thing that they call love. Yes. I mean, that he's given me a love and accountability and responsibility for love. If you don't want to deal with God, then don't, then you can't not deal with him without a great love. <laughs> yes. Because God is love. He's love. And you can't deal with God unless you want to be a lover. Okay. A lover of him, lover of self, a lover of family, and a respect for the whole body of Christ. And you just want to show love because people are attracted to love and that attracts them to Christ. And we can be soul winners. Oh, yeah. So we have to be soul winners, even in our home with one another. If you're living in a home with somebody and you Absolutely. have not talked to them about the love of God today, mm -hmm. today is a great opportunity. Today is a, yes. Let's look at 2 Corinthians uh, 5 and uh, let's go to um, 2 Corinthians 5. Let's look at the scripture. 2 Corinthians 5. Mm. Oh, let's go to 12 and work our way down. Okay. Mm, to 17. 12, mm -hmm. okay. And work our way down to 17. Okay. For we do not commend ourselves again to you, mm -hmm. but give you opportunity to boast on our behalf mm -hmm. that you may have an answer for. <clears throat> For those who boast in appearances and not in the in the heart. For if we are beside ourselves, mm -hmm. it is for God. Uh -huh. Or if we are of sound mind, it is for you. Okay. For the love of God or Christ compels us because we judge this that if one died for all, mm -hmm. then all died. Okay. Look, look right here. It says, and God, and it says Christ compels, compels us. us. I mean, it says, for the love of Christ compels us. Yes. I mean, it, it's something, there's another force working in our members, and you have to be able to allow this force to help you to become who God has called for you to be. I want just to be me. I was called to uh, after Christ. I, I had to answer the call. There's something on your life as you answer the call, you have to be obedient to what God is saying. And sometimes that means self-sacrifice. Okay, you know, look what it says mm -hmm. in this, uh, the good news. It said, we are ruled by the love of Christ. Yes. Now that we recognize that one man died for everyone, which means that they all share in his death. He died for all so that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but only for him who died and was raised to life for their sake. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Continue. No longer then do we judge anyone by human standards. Oh, wait a minute. So we can't judge we can't our children? Judge no one. Our wife? No one. By human standards? standards? I mean, then in my humanness, I have to deny myself. Yes. The responsibility of trying to be myself and be who God called for me to be. Mm -hmm. The old man dies it so dies. that I can put on the new man. Yes. And the new man would bring me into a new covenant. Agreement yes. with God. Yes. And I can't break the covenant agreement with God. No. Once I come into covenant, that means that I have to be self-sacrificing to be a representation of God in the earth. Yes. If I can't control me with the power of the Holy Ghost, then I'm out of control. That's when I need to go back, put myself on a fast, fall out of my face, pray all over again, study his word and become a living sacrifice. Sacrifice unto the Holy yes. Spirit to be able to use me to do what I can do. A sign of strength is submission. Yes. A sign of strength is going down to prayer. A sign of strength is not always meeting 
force with force. Mm -hmm. Because you will meet force with force, you meet equal force, and then you'll find rejection. Yes. And when you find rejection, when you come with force, then you brought it when you came. Yes. <laughs> you I, I want to just finish reading this. It says in verse 16, it says, yeah. no longer then do we judge anyone by human standards. Yes. Even if at one time we judge Christ according to human standards. Wow. We no longer do so. When anyone is joined to Christ, mm. he is a new being. Wow. The old is gone. The new has come. Mm. All this is done by God, mm -hmm. who through Christ changed us from enemies into his friends and gave us the task of making others his friends also. Yeah, I, I knew that I was the enemy of Christ. Yeah, what she read in 17 is, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Yeah. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things become new. When I was the old guy, I wanted people. I stayed high. I thought I dressed well, and people were taking on, saying, "Oh, look at him," and this and that. But I was a phony. I, I was not. I was not happy. Uh, I was using chemicals to be happy, and lots of times people think that like, you have to drink or blow uh, cocaine or do something like that. No, you can use the chemical of. Uh, 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 your own body. Mm -hmm. uh, you can use the chemical of what, what about dopamine in, in your own body to satisfy yourself with rage, anger, bitter, jealousy, and, and, and just things that are unfit for a child of God to possess. Mm -hmm. So when I come into God, I want to I want him to immediately work a miracle on me and change me from who I used to be and, and, and then without the work. Yes. But I have to work on this new creature. It's a process. It's a process. Said, Therefore, if any man be in mm. the anointing, in, in Christ, in the anointing, in the Holy Spirit. See, a lot of us have, have given up on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you really want to know for an assurance, you ask God to baptize you in the Holy Ghost. You'll never again have to doubt who he is. You'll never again have to be responsible for doubting who he is. You, you won't have that responsibility. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will take it away from you. It will always command you to be who he's called for you to be. There's something down on the inside of you. Even if you go back and, and to your old ways, mm -hmm. God still has his hand on you. Yes. His grace and his mercy is still calling, calling you back. You back. Yeah, he's constantly, constantly calling you back. And when you get into it with uh, uh, with, uh, with flesh uh, of your children or with your wife, and you're not able to speak to them with loving kindness. And God said, with loving kindness, have I did what? Draw all men unto me. Mm -hmm. If there's a debate, if there's a debate about who God is, then take them to the word and search it. But you got to search it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's, let's turn to Romans uh, 3 and 10. Romans and we'll be ready with that. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's about 30 minutes down the line. We hope that you're enjoying what you're hearing. Uh, we're working again on, on, a, on a step, and a step one uh, says when we admit without blame that we are powerless and, and, and over dysfunctional behavior. And, mm -hmm. you know, we, we have so many dysfunctional behaviors, and we don't know how to settle them down. Uh, I speak to the men, and, and I'm going to let my wife speak to, to, to the ladies. Uh, I'm going to speak to you because you're able to settle down dysfunctional behavior. Mm -hmm. You set the temple in the house. You set the temple in your life. You should be able to be governed by that. But if you don't have the tenacity to wake up, to pray, to study, and to speak to others right in the peace of God, letting him be glorified, and every man be a liar. I think that. <laughs> Go ahead. 
It says in verse uh, Romans chapter 3, verses 10, it said, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Ah. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. Mm. They have all turned aside. Mm. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good, no, not one. Their throat is an open tomb, open tomb. With their tongues, they have practiced deceit. Mm -hmm. The poison of ass is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Mm -hmm. Destruction and misery are in their ways. Mm -hmm. And the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Mm -hmm. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be uh, justified in the sight, in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. It was by the law the knowledge of sin came in because they couldn't judge it because they didn't have a law against it. So the law, the law is good. Jesus fulfilled all the law. Mm -hmm. But if we live now in a time dispensation of grace yes. and that of mercy, don't turn to this text. Let me read it for you for just for sake of time and, and just write it down in Genesis uh, four and six. But I'm going to look what it said. God is dealing with Cain. He's dealing with Cain and he's saying to Cain, he says, he said, so the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? This is where we're coming to uh, talking about Rudy Ellis when he first came to the Lord. He said, if you do well, will you not be accepted? I wasn't accepted. I, I didn't feel like I accepted in the church. I wasn't accepted by my family. I wasn't accepted by my wife. I would just wasn't accepted. So I began to hide it with chemicals. And it said, would you not be accepted? And if you do, and if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and it desires for you but you should rule over it. It wants to rule you, but you must rule over it. Stand up and be counted for something. You have to be able to be stand up and be counted for God. You, it, it, you're, living, you're a living example of what a man should be in Christ. You, should, you are a living example what a man should be, period. You should be able to love, 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 love conquers a multitude of faults. Love covers you. Love, love is that example. And yeah. in, 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 in the step book, look at Isaiah. We're going to look at Isaiah 1, 5 through 6. And we, we want you to, to copy down some of these words. And if you can, uh, get purchase one of our books so you'll be able to go from step 1 through 12 and see all the scriptures that we have in, in the book. And it will bless you as a Bible study. Mm -hmm. It says, why should you be beaten anymore? Why do you persist in rebellion? Your whole head is injured. Your whole heart is afflicted. May I, may I mm -hmm. see when your head gets injured is because you're not using the proper tools to help yourself or to help someone else in this dilemma we call powerlessness. In this dilemma that we have to say, I have admitted to myself. It's hard to admit to yourself that you're wrong. And you have to break that, that thing that presses you back 
and pulls you back. That thing that makes you so proud that you cannot break it. The proud that you can't. Pride, pride stinks in the nostrils of God. You got. You have to be able to push past that pride and take care of your family with love. There's something within us that just want to be so prideful that we push back those that love us. We have to recommit ourselves to God. We have to continue to pray to God. We have to ask God to change us and tear down the petition of the wall that keeps us from entering into his presence. We have to pull it down, pull down stronghold. We have to fight stronghold. We have to fight Leviathan spirits. We constantly are in a fight each and every day of our life that we have to conquer. Would you please read on this? And it says, why do we persist in rebellion? Your whole head is injured, your whole heart afflicted. From the soles of your feet to the top of your head, there is no soundness, only wounds and wealth and open sores, not cleansed or banished or soothed with oil. Many of us, many of us have been out of the church. Even some of us are in the church with the same with fight. The same fight, yes. We have to be able to address this fight. Or you have to be able to want to change when... When things in, in your life, even after Christ comes in, it seems not nothing's changing or nothing seems uh, different than what it used to be. And it's still the same one in the same road, the same pathway. Something is wrong with your submission to the things of God because the word of God works when you work it in your life. When yeah. you allow the word to work and change you, things are going to change. Yeah, I just I just heard it deep in my spirit. You should we should be on a budget. Yes. Taking care of our finances. Yes. Uh, bad credit is, is really not of God. It's not of God. No. We need to be representations of God in the earth. Yes. So that means that management skills yes. has to come into our lives. Has life. to come into our so discipline. We, we have to start disciplining discipline. ourselves in certain areas. Yes. Well, uh, like what area? Like in our, in our spending. 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 <laughs> spending. Oh, can we say spending time? Spending time. Wasting, wasting time. Wasting time outside of our family. Okay, wasting time. Oh, that's real good. Yes. So we waste time outside of our family, and God has sent us home to be with yes, our family. Absolutely. He sent us home for a reason. To take advantage because, of because our family needs us. Yes, they need us. And as us. men, after celebrating really Father's do. Day, our family needs us and need to know that we love the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are committed to becoming the body of Christ, yes. even in our home. That's but without good. principles, it don't work. It doesn't work. If you see me keep on messing up, then you don't want to be then that. I, then I don't want to continue in what I'm doing. And it makes the person that is trying in the Lord to want to give up because they all say it's not working because they don't see it working in you. Okay. Who do the singles uh, hold on to? They hold on to the Holy Spirit to lead and guide them and uh, the going to church in the fellowship and when we're not there, we have to have a made up mind to say with or without a husband, with or without the church because we're not in the church right now to be there in the fellowship of the saints to talk to people or to go up to the altar for prayer. Right. We got to pray and stand fast. That's the consistency that God wants. When nothing else is there, you still have Christ. You still uh, 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 born again, believe that had the same power still at work in you in church or out of church to do the right thing. So if I'm not going to the assembly, yes, I still supposed to be the same character yes. that I am in an assembly. That, that you exemplifies 
in church. Bob, when I go to church in this character that I portray, when I get home, that's not me and my kids see Well, then you're, you're, then you're living a lie. You're living a lie. Then you're living and a lie. And our kids see that and, and they, they don't want to be that. that. They don't want to be that because they see that you're one thing over here and another thing over here. But when children see consistency okay. and you carry that on, and the best time that it'll work is when they get older, they'll know that you were consistent and they'll come back to your 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 consistencies and your and to to talk to you with the things that are going on with them in their single life. So we should have, have a heart. A yes. We should have a heart for uh, uh, the church as well as our family. Yes, to well, make sure your family. So our family should be the first representation. Church. Absolutely, this is the first place God wants us to demonstrate the love of God in action in our home. In our home. Even the singles. Even the singles. The representation of God in the they home. Should, even if your mother and your dad are not saved, they should see it working in that child's life that they know that something is different with that child because he's consistent in the Lord and he doesn't rebel or he doesn't uh, 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 cause situation to arise that uh, that he caused. Okay, so we have, to, we have to know how to correct them. Yes. And as senior leaders, we do this with adults. We do the same thing. Senior we leaders, we have to be careful on who we deal with as um, we present ourselves, not as, can I say, kings and queens, not as uh, somebody that needs to be worshipped, but as our, as your brother and your sister. That we should be demonstrators of Christ's love no matter who we rule over or in front of as, as pastors and leaders. We should be representations of who Christ is so that the lay people can see it in the leadership and govern themselves accordingly because they're looking. People are watching you. Well, what is this thing that some people say to me sometimes? They say, well, you can win that soul. I can't do that. No, but the same ability that, that rests in you, same ability that rests in them, which is Christ. So I, I try to be a living epistle, read of men. Yes. Try to be an example. An example. But they should be able to take on the same character. The same character. If, we, that if you God have. has sent them to after Christ. Because they have the Lord in them and the Holy Spirit is working in them just as it's working in you. So, Same thing. So your leader no should, should be able to demonstrate. Be a demonstrator of God's love too. A representative of God's love even the more because he had people under him, watching him, and he's constantly in the presence demonstrating and representing. He's the one that people look to. That, that leader is the one or that pastor, that leader is the one that people are looking at to see how this lifestyle goes okay. or how it's presented. Okay. They want people want to see that it's done in you. Okay. Before they really take it on for themselves. Let's give out an assignment. They want to know. Let's yes. give out an assignment. Absolutely. According to Habakkuk two and two. Yeah. Right. Write the vision and make it plain. We, this week the challenge is to write down what you believe God needs to do in your life. In your life. That's and I want good. you to seek that in That's prayer. Really good. And then by the time this time next week, some of this should be answered. Yes. Sit down with your family or your spouse. And say, I just want to recommit myself. I, I, I'm powerless over this relationship, and this relationship is really not going where I think God wants it to go. But first, you need to pray. You need to pray. So that you can get a prophetic utterance from the Holy Spirit on where he wants you to be. You know, it's it's sort of easy. Because if, if you're angry all the time, mm -hmm. then you want to know, what caused that anger? What so write that down. And, and you know what? Just like me, I know when you guys used to uh, tell me that I was angry, I could not figure out why I was angry. And God will begin to show you if you're really sincere about 
What causes you to, to display a certain behavior all the time? There's something in your DNA from long time ago, from a child that came in to upset you. And most of the time, the things that are wrong that we present now are things that, that came in as a child that set us up for the failure, for the road that we travel now until we get to the Lord God, Christ, and he began to show us why you are acting the way you are acting. Only God can show us why we display the things that we display when we can't seem to uh, come into the behavior that Christ wants us to be representative of. And there's something, there's something just desperately wrong right there with our behavior when we can't seem to, you know, recognize it and, and see. And then step one is that we're powerless. Yeah. So the powerless that we sometimes feel is that I don't, I don't know why I'm angry. I, I, I can't seem to see why. But God will begin to show you. He'll take you back over your life yes. to see when that anger began to set up residency in your life. Yeah. So we can have to appreciate where we are. Yes. Write down where we're going. Where we're going. And work on getting there. And work on getting there. But if there's people around you, mm -hmm. you, we're going to have to work on everybody that's around us or start separating ourselves from some people. Yeah. You can't separate because yourself from your children. Because children and your family. <laughs> so then guess what? They'll see it first. When you begin to make the change, just like for me. Yes. My, my children saw the change first. You and the children saw, uh, 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 I didn't have to say, well, I, I didn't go to them and say, well, have I changed or do you see a change in me? I began to repeatedly ask God and the Holy Spirit to help me to make the change I needed away from what was going on on the inside of me. That open door that I had to anger, yes. that open door that I had wow. to rage, that open door and only Christ can close those doors uh, from your childhood that caused you to manifest the behavior that you're now manifesting if you want to get rid of that. So we open the doors. So, yeah, we but you don't know that you open the door. You don't know that you're making vows to different things. You'll say uh, you'll see a certain behavior being displayed before you as a child. And you say, I'm never going to let that happen to me. Okay. And so. In doing that, we begin to make covenant promises to ourselves oh, wow. about ahead. what we're not going to allow to happen to us. And these things bind those spirits to us to make sure they never happen. So it opens right. the door to a behavior that you're not aware of that came in because now you have set up a defense within yourself willingly yes. to say this is not going to happen to you. Right. So we can open doors to the enemy. Yes. And we can sign up covenants with the enemy as well as we have a covenant with not, God. And, and not knowing that that's a covenant that you're making or a promise that you're making against the will of God for your life. So that builds up a stronghold. So that builds up a stronghold. So that, that brings up a curse that, that needs to be broken. That needs to be broken. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And only God can take us back, take us on the journey down through our life to break those strongholds that came in that we made vows to. I promise no man is ever going to treat me like that or yeah. talk to me like this. You know, and those things that we don't know that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And so when when you get a person that raises his voice to you, yeah. especially a man, because you particularly made that vow yeah. with your Oma, 
that you begin to rise up to to stand at that defense of what you right. said that you wasn't gonna allow to happen to you. Watch this, Pastor. Let's deal with broken relationship just for a few minutes. Yes. It goes all the way back to kindergarten. To kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> it goes all the way back wow. to when when you were even before kindergarten. Broken relationship, things that have stuck in our spirit yes. or, or, or in our nature. Yes. All that, all time, that time. Some of that stuff we gotta go all the way back and deal with and that. Deal with before that. we can actually deal with other things properly. Yeah. And see, it's not until like we do. We admit that our lives are unmanageable. Uh, see, this is thing. how this is how God can come in when we admit. See, we don't know how to do this without the knowledge of these steps a lot of time to say. Oh, I didn't know I had a problem with that. Or for right. someone to tell us that, you know, you're out of control. You stay angry. You stay mad. Or you stay in a rage. Or you stay broke. Or you stay broke. You don't know why you stay broke. Yeah. You stay broke because a long time ago, I probably ain't going to never have no money. Yeah. You know, all spoken of Spoken words over spoken our life. Spoken words over our life that we bind ourselves Curses to. Curses that need to be broken. Curses that Covenants need to be that need to be broken. Yes. Debts that need to be paid. Wow. All of this we have to work on, work on to become this new creature in Christ. in Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, in the anointing. So what the Holy Spirit is doing, the Holy Spirit is open us, is opening us up to be sensitive to see how we got the way we are. Ah. You know, and so we you be like, wow. So when it, when it pops when up, said, it's there for my good. It's there for my it's good. It's working for my good. It's working for my good. So when I see that, 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 that I have messed up here, it's working for my, my good. Yeah. When I need to forgive here, it's working for my good. Mm -hmm. All the time, you can't go back into that situation to ask forgiveness. Right. Because it might harm somebody. Yes. But you must be able to do it in, within yourself. You must be able to And be able to forgive. And, and forgive. Forgive. Yeah. Forgive. And constantly be forgiven even more. And one person that you really have to forgive is when you have fallen short. Don't hold yourself accountable. Get offered to God. Say, God, I missed it. Yes. Help me not to be more fulfilled. Yes. <laughs> All that. And we just, you know, I just, I just thank God for the Holy Spirit. And most of all, again, alongside of that, I thank God for the 12 steps that helped me because I didn't have a drinking problem. I didn't have a smoking problem or a drug problem, but I had anger issues. I had unforgiveness going big time. I had so much unforgiveness toward my father that opened the door for me to just, I love men, but I hated men at the same time yeah. that no man was ever going to rise up and have say nothing you better talk to me right yeah you better act right you know or we got a problem <laughs> you know it was god that brought deliverance and i think most of all he used you a lot of time to keep reaching for me uh with your loving kindness you were so kind and oh, so loving nice. toward <laughs> me yeah i mean but it's the truth that that helped break all those it's, uh, it's a partnership Yes. Who would want to deal with a guy like me? Uh, has so many faults, so many faults, so many character defects. But I was willing. I wanted to become willing with the right person that saw something else like I knew that God had placed in me. Yeah. You know today what's inside of you. Mm -hmm. You know today who God has called you to be. Mm -hmm. Stop denying yourself who God has called for you to be. Be who, don't 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 break covenant with God. Stay in God's grace and stay with his mercy. Yeah. This week is going to be a trying week for, for men and women both to become who God is calling for you to be. 
write it down, write down, write it down, take a look at it. Stop dealing with illusions of who you think you are. You, you, you're not pimps and, and, and dope men and, and, <laughs> and, and not kings of nations. You know, you, 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 are, you are who God called for you to be. Yes. You know, the and old we, man, really, the old man's got to die. The old man's really got to do. die. That mentality of, of those die. people that I just mentioned. In order for you to uh, live uh, the, the, the life of abundance, the Bible said, I've come that you might have life yes. and have that more abundance. Yes. The only way we're going to ever touch that type of life is in Christ. It's in Christ. Otherwise, we argue, we fight, we fuss. We never come into a oneness with each other in the marriage union yeah. or even in our families being single. Yeah. You fight against each other so hard. Yeah. You know, if it's not the husband or the wife, it's the brother or the sister or the mother and the father or the sure. daughter, the children. I mean, you know, we're there and we fight and we leave the home angry with our parents, yeah. you know. So I, I really admonish people of God, the singles, the young people, to give Christ a, a time, a relationship in your life to have with him that he can help you to leave your homes the right way, yeah. to live with your husbands and your sisters and brothers the right way. It's only through Christ that we touch on having the abundant life. I'm going to, I'm going to speak a word. I, I want to speak a word over the, over the children that are fighting yes. for Black Lives Matter yeah. and, and fighting to make sure that we get heard in politics and make sure that laws are our representation of our constitution, yes. that every man has the right in America yeah. to be treated fairly in America. Oh, uh, and so we, we just want to speak a word to you to become, but you got to become a representation yeah. of who God has called for you to be. Mm -hmm. We are called of God. So if we speak it about the biblical terms of, of, of our canon of the Holy Bible and our Holy Scriptures and dealing with these things of God, it's because mm -hmm. we've been called of God to do that. We've got to deal with your character. And then if God calls you to the forefront of the battle, do your best to do your best to do what God has called for you to do. Mm -hmm. Stand firm again in God. God has brought us to a time now of accountability. Yes. We are all accountable first for yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't just throw it on other people. Become accountable to you. We all have a right to this great tree of life. And we're closing. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for sitting with me today. I, I do appreciate you so much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being in my life. God bless you, you my wife. Uh, I love you and you are adoring. You, you've helped me to become a, 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 a person that I, that, that I hope that you can look up to and respect because I, I desire your respect and I honor you in my life and I honor after Christ in my life. And, and it's not always easy to be who God has called for us to be. Sometimes I fall short. And in my shortness, that's because of my humanness. I am a human man, and we do fall short. And we live in human bodies that are subject to failure. Yes. So, And I thank God for all that he has called us to be and to become. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, name. yesterday, as I lift up our apostle before you, I thank you for a man such as this, oh God, that have come to this place in his life, oh God, in time, where he can recognize, oh God, his shortcomings. I thank you, Lord God, that he's easily and quickly uh, ready and available to forgive himself and others, and oh God, others. when they've fallen short. So I thank you that thank he doesn't you. keep score of what people have done to him or done for him. Father, we just thank you as we give you the praise for who you have called us to be in these last and yes, evil God. days. I thank you, Lord God, 
for all that he's doing, all that he chooses to continue to do in the things of God. And I pray for the people of God that you have sent to us, oh God, that we are representations of your love, yes. representations of the character that you have displayed in the word of God. I thank you, Lord God, for all things that are working together for good, for them that love you and call according to your uh, goodness and your yes, grace yes, and your yes, mercy. Yes, yes. I thank you, Lord God, for a day being called today that we have chosen to go out and to be glad in, in the name of Jesus. So I pray for our listening audience, oh yes, God, God, that they will be blessed, strengthened, and encouraged in the things of God. And Lord, I pray for those on the front line yes. and all of those, oh God, that are still standing, oh God, and that you protected out there from the virus. I pray right now for total healing to those that have been affected by the virus, oh God. In the name, in the of, name Jesus. of Jesus, we just bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you in these last hours of our life. Yes. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you thank for you. all that you've done, how you made ways out of no ways, oh God, how you cause your people to continue to give, that every need will be met in the name, in of, the name Jesus. of Jesus. So I pray that every need in their life will be met as you strengthen them, as you continue to uphold them with the right hand of your righteousness, oh God. We just go in peace. We serve the Lord. We choose to live holy, oh God, at every moment that we can. And we rep be representatives of your love in the, earth. in the earth. We ask that you continue to work in us, oh God, the will, will to, do to do of your good, good pleasures. Pleasure. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. We say amen. have a blessed evening. Have a blessed day. God bless you.